as corny as Kansas in August. I'm as normal as blueberry pie. No more a smart little girl with no heart. I have found me a wonderful guy. All right. Terrible news, gang. So it looks like when we were recording this session, the OBS wasn't set up to properly take in input from the sound card. So I picked up me talking, which means we lost everything in a seven person game. It's just my dialogue. So it was like three hours and there's maybe an hour tops, a little less than that of it. And I can't truncate it for some reason because uh, Audacity's truncate silence uh, gets a little bit screwy when it tries to get rid of our voice over online. So I'm just going to put the episode up with just me talking, and you guys can probably infer what's going on from there. Probably not. Um, there's literally nothing we can do about it other than refilm the whole episode, which I don't think really is an option. So, yeah. Uh, they, the, the cast goes to a town in the Shadowland. They meet a really neat little culture of people there. Then they go to a manse and get into a fight in the first area of the manse. And that's a very brief overview of the session. Everything else are the details I would have thrown out and they were responding to it, but we don't have their responses or their dialogue. So that is what is in this episode. It is much shorter and much uh, more different. And there we are. All right, here we are with Exalted, The Congenials, Season 1, Episode 6. I'm Devin the GM, and to my internet we have... You're killing me here, guys. And uh, we will be having the player for Masks coming on in later. He is just a little bit absent right now. Uh, all right, gang. So, last session was a bit of a talkie. You did some talking to the Autochthonian Enclave, the Class Latlians. So what are you guys up to now? Yeah, only like a week's gone by at most. Yeah, you were always here, it looks like. And the manse problem's basically fixed. And that is done. Yeah. All right, so, uh, oh, I was going to turn on the soundtrack, but I remember we don't have one. Anyway, <laughs> you guys head on down. So, it is mostly overland, small rivers, uh, it gets a little mountainy in this area, and uh, as you travel over land, you leave the kind of Chantanese forest. Uh, it's still fairly cold where you guys are, because you're in the northeast, basically, uh, and it doesn't really break that much. It doesn't get warmer till you get near Sea uh, and Great Forks, but you're not going like anywhere near that. You're going near that mountain range there. Um, of course, you know it's it's a nice. Uh, uh, you can't take the steamboat like you can take the steamboat. Uh, Heroes and events. Nalgrim's asking about the steamboat, but uh, there aren't there aren't rivers directly connected to where this manse is. Dock it like the airship in FF4 or the. Yeah, you guys can park it once you run out of river. Yeah, they decide. Uh, <laughs> there is, uh, yeah, following the ley lines and the kind of uh, geomancy that I believe uh, Mocking White Wind had done previously to figure out what was influencing the manse over here. You guys basically follow the dragon line and uh, start to find where the intersection and the, the pooling happens to kind of create geomancy in the area. 
And those of you who are acute to the sensations of, you know, Gaia and creation can kind of pick up that this area is a little more uh, Shadowlands-y than other areas. You're not in a Shadowland proper, but like, uh, you know, this only takes you a few hours to get here, I think one of you guys said. Yeah, trees are starting to get a little more individually and a little more kind of pushed into the background and separated. You know, the knot holes are making faces or uh, like chestnuts are falling on the ground in weird patterns. Um, yeah, uh, the rivers are flowing, um, aren't flowing in some areas. They're very placid and, and very like, like sitting tepid, but they're not full of like disease and gross. It's more... Um, it's more like an eerie calm, kind of like the uh, Cabin in the Woods from Evil Dead. That kind of absence of anything, even animals, as you guys come on in. So, yeah, it's not um, so much like an overt or vulgar display of uh, uh, things going wrong, so much as it's an eerie stillness, an absence. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Mitternacht going on. You know, it's like a witch's night. That's the one. Um, but yeah, you guys come into a valley, and there is a small civilization here. It looks like uh, there's a sort of um, built-up town that could probably hold maybe 100, 200 people that's just set up in this small, tiny valley that has, like, uh, stale kind of pools of river and, uh, like, small waterfalls that just kind of gather up in ponds. No, they're basically new-looking. Nope. No, there's people here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Blessed Isle happened. Yeah. Yeah, there are... Uh... The the valley itself uh, has the characteristics of kind of uh, rolling Scottish hills, like with the kind of fog and uh, very kind of cold, wet conditions. A little. A Chiriscuran werewolf on the Blessed Isle. But yeah, there's people. You can clearly see them. They're walking about. Alright, so as you guys walk in, uh, there are, yeah, just people out and about. They're uh, cultivating um, fields of crops and trees. Uh, not a lot of livestock. Um, mostly small animals, like spiders, like like large like kind of like uh, tree spiders. Uh, some of them are uh, harvesting kind of rice frogs and, you know, stuff that would live in the tepid water and have like rice patties and stuff uh, set up. Uh, all the people here wear fairly sturdy wool and like silk spun clothing. Um, and they all wear uh, blank masks over their face made of like oak and hickory that have like uh, eye slits over them. Uh, uh, you don't know about this culture. You've never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah, they have like, they have like spiders and maggot farms. Like old trees have been knocked over and like opened them up and stuff, and, like, they're just harvesting grubs and shit, because it's all wet. This is why the realm hates lunars. They steal your face. Okay, um... There, it looks like there's a community 
community gathering place. The buildings here are made of uh, hewn stone and wood and have been uh, lacquered with like different saps and reagents. Um, the they're colored uh, with like a red and gold kind of design to them. Like they have like paints and inks and lacquers they've set up and have those kind of half cylinder roof shingles on them. Uh, there's a center central kind of meeting place in the middle of town where uh, people basically sit around a large kind of metal enclosed uh, fire and heat place and use it to kind of you know keep warm because it's like really fucking cold out here and it's easier to heat one big place than a bunch of little places. Uh, and yeah, there are also uh, what looks like caravans and caravans have been put together and like unloaded uh, into a sort of temple area that have people in the same kind of outfits, but with more ostentatious designs on them, like like large red and gold robes with the same masks made of like porcelain on their face that go in and out of the uh, temple itself. They all look at you like a bunch of people all turn and look at you with those blank round masks. They all kind of start walking up to you guys and start like offering you um, food, bread. Uh, they don't really answer you when you guys talk and they kind of look around and one of the ones that are in red and have the porcelain max walk up to you guys and speaks in a very quiet voice to you. Um, hello, travelers. You're all not from around here. What are you... Um, you're investigating the area? Is there something... Like, they all move their heads and stuff when they're talking uh, in a way that doesn't make eye contact behind the masks. What is what is that word? Yes, that is uh, the, the church's work. Oh. I assumed you guys all went to the social center. <laughs> I don't... I didn't really catch up on you being deceptive. Nothing you said was a lie. You're, you guys are here checking out geomancy problems because there's a Shadowland here. This statement is false. Ah, Max got it. Okay, so the uh, porcelain mask kind of takes what you're saying. Well, if you're here to talk about things of the, the clergy, you should talk to the clergy then. I'll get Marduk and he'll talk to you. He, uh, he goes into the caravan. Uh, the people kind of don't make eye contact with you, but they uh, they just kind of hang around and like, they're, they're using, like, sticks and, like, nice kind of carved bits of wood to draw, like, patterns in the sand around you guys. Um, there's nothing... Um, it looks like stuff that's on their houses and stuff. Um, Jordan masks, since he's shapeshifted as them. Um, they're, like, doing, like, little welcoming diagrams and stuff. Uh, these people don't talk to outsiders. They don't really talk to each other, even. Uh, they communicate f through um, pictograms. Yeah, like I was saying before, um, if you're trying to like tell these people they're their friend, that makes sense. Uh, the wooden-faced people don't talk to outsiders or deal with that kind of stuff. It's only the porcelain faces that do. Uh, so if you're one of the wood faces, it'd be a little bit odd for you to like openly associate with them. But for the most part, they're accepting of outsiders. It's part of their job. Uh, this village, it doesn't have a name quite yet. Uh, I think they're just calling it an outpost for the time being, or do I have a name for it? Um, they just call it the, uh, the Barrister Camp. Also, you're intimidating someone. Like, you're imitating a, a person here in the village. All of... 
you understand the culture of these people. Uh, your mask and your clothes are subtly engraved and designed in a way to show to people who are part of the culture who you are without the mask giving away what your meat face looks like. Uh, so outsiders, outsiders, everyone looks like fucking commoner lemmings. Inside, there's actually a very complex uh, silent culture that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, um, so yeah. But yeah, uh, I, one of these people who has another set of uh, red robes with a uh, white porcelain mask with the red and gold on them comes on out. Um, and this one is the one they call uh, Marduk. Not in the areas of the East you've ever been in. Yeah, he approaches you guys in the same almost submissive posture where he doesn't make eye contact and his body language is very shifty. Uh, like, like his... They, they wear, like, heavy boots and feet and have, like, gloves wrapped around uh, their hands and have, like, wrappings going up to their forearms under their uh, robes and, like, their, their woolen fabrics. So you don't see... Uh, you don't really ever see their skin. Um, and yeah, he just kind of walks up and just... You're, you're, you, you people are outsiders here to see our, uh, here, here to see our work. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, he looks at you and you kind of, how do you, how would you introduce them with? All right, yeah, so uh, him and another villager just kind of shift around each other and make, like, a clicking kind of noise with their uh, with the ceramic bits on their knuckles and gloves and knees and feet and kind of move in a weird fashion and leave lines in the sand, and then he looks to you guys. Um, there are no... Okay, yeah, he's a low-magic practitioner, but he's not very high up in it. He's like an apprentice. Uh, a few other of the red por red robes porcelain masks you see around also are. Um, but they're not that good. Um, there is magic in the area that is definitely wheel, and that's the Shadowland this place is built on. Um, and it, it is a definite wheel effect coming on up. And there is strong theurgy on the surface here. Uh, that is based on dealing with... Uh, no, uh, wait. I thought wheel was bad. Because you get crushed under the... No, wheel and woe. Huh. Okay, it's all woe. It's all woe. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the low magic tradition they're practicing seems to be a sort of uh, uh, ritualized... Uh, pacifying of the area's geomancy and the area's spirituality and like the, the, the least gods and the, the local kind of directions of essence. Yeah, that's that's kind of the most wide-ranging stuff. There's stronger stuff happening with like the, the more learned people that you haven't encountered yet. Uh, it's hard it's hard to discern. Uh, Max asked uh, if the Mark of the Maker gives him insight into how it works. It doesn't give you insight into their magic because their their magic doesn't revolve around building their houses or their city. Uh, it's all just kind of a religious cultural thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I'm afraid you have come for naught. Uh, we, we do not uh, trade material goods with outsiders. We only provide services through our missionaries. 
um, our our temple uh, and our uh, uh, oligarchs they run this place um, through a series of acquirement and uh, tribunal law with the land to allow certain inconveniences to be assessed and removed at cost for contracts. We are currently working with uh, the land itself to uh, dispel the Shadowland from, uh, to dispel the nature of the place from itself. Um, our oligarchs, our, our, our temple, our high rulers, they, they have worked out a deal where our people uh, benefit greatly from it spiritually in exchange for removing it all. Oh, this is such an interesting culture you fucking bumpkins have. Holy war! <laughs> we the the task itself is arduous. The the land is quite entrenched. There seems to be a a curse on the land that that or, or a, a splinter that is deep in the body of the world that we can't seem to extract it was here when our uh, caravan arrived after uh, uh, the the original settlers departed from their land uh, we found evidence of that yes um, none that we could properly uh the, we, we we do not read the language and we had to make room for this for the caravans uh yes well all right i, I could see if they would they're, they're in uh meeting now they are uh deliberating amongst themselves over the nature of our uh of how the the orthodoxy will be taken from the future here on out after the exodus uh, the 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 original people uh, uh, I I joined later uh, were expelled outward, um, and they basically had to go on a a sort of uh, wandering to find a new place. The the rulers of uh, the, the the original homeland of Palanquin wanted these services done uh, for free, and our religion um, does not allow uh, services to be rendered without proper payment, and they, did no, they no longer possessed the right payment. We have a, a communal sleeping quarters for the, um, for, for the people that you could easily nestle yourself in. You, you come from the outside. I, I appreciate that. I also, too, came from the outside. It's why I'm not allowed to uh, only communicate through the language of the people. I also have to engage with the outsiders. Um, it doesn't... I understand your intent. Thank you. I, I don't think you possess the payment, unfortunately, and that's okay. It, it'll come up when you speak to the, the, the oligarchs. A uh, few days. Our, our high priest, our, our current uh, majority... Uh, voice of the oligarchs has said that uh, a sign was coming in the next few days that will change uh, the nature of the deliberations and I think uh, there is an auspiciousness to your arrival so I will deliver that to her 
It's done through the land. The land itself offers up the payment, and in exchange, it strengthens our spirituality. Uh, uh, previous payments have come from the spiritual core of the land. Um, uh, local manage managing spirits, local... Um, uh, uh, it's hard to explain. I only have very little experience with it. Oh, no, no, we're very much pacifists. We... The oligarchs extract a different sort of payment from uh, the spirits of the land, uh, and it seems to be a very uh, cohabitational uh, cost, and it strengthens us as a culture. Uh, that'd be perfect. I'll let them know that you have arrived. Um, if you're going to wander about, or if you have to leave beforehand, uh, don't go to the valley in the north. Uh, that is the source of the unrest, and we are quarantining it. That would be perfect. Are you... what? But you're not speaking, right? Alright. Uh... Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the wooden masks don't talk. They're the common folk. They don't need to. No. No. It's seen as unclean. Yeah, they use pictographics and uh, kind of like clicks and stuff using like uh, ceramic knuckles and uh, knees and boot stuff. Like they, they, it's like a dance. They're like bees. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marduk uh, takes his leave of you guys. Um, basically, if you're going to be talking to ones that talk, uh, it's going to be the porcelain masks with the gold robes, uh, gold red robes. Everyone else is kind of just doing their own thing. They make pictographs in the sand. Like, this place used to have, like, hard rock and mud, and they actually terraformed it to have sand. Like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a Zen garden. Yeah, it's like a large longhouse. Uh, they all have very circular designs to them, almost like uh, circus tent kind of designs. Um, yeah, they do that thing where they make shapes on their hands and stuff. They have, like, ink and stuff and, like, smudging henna dyes and stuff, but uh, all of the floorboards and stuff have like a fine layer of like beach sand on it. Yeah, no, there's, there's enough space for everyone. There's a, like a few hundred people here, and like some people have individual houses for like industry stuff, or like, you know, just for like healing tents and whatnot, but for the most part they just have nice larger tents for everyone to like huddle together with like, uh, they'll like heat up rocks and metal and use that to like you know, radiate heat the place. Oligarch means rule by a few. Uh, they don't trade money. A, uh, another, that, that same white mask that talked to you originally, uh, walks up to you as you're, like, offering that. Like, the, the white mask seemed to talk. Um, he's like, oh, please, come, come with me. I'll, I can show you what you can, show me what you can do. Like, he, he, what, what are you good at? Oh, yeah, no one gave him a second look when he came in. But, Harem is advancing algorithm. What do you do for them? What, what do you do? Um... He, um, uh, they show you some wells that they're digging. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, Data. Damn you, Brent Spiner. My God. Heroism events and algorithm, what do you do? Yeah, well, while you're... You got a pretty large collection of the... You got a pretty large collection of the gray robes uh, around you while you're going. They're making like little clicking noises and an approximation of clapping. 
Oh yeah, they're totally they're all about that. The All the villagers do. N no? <laughs> Uh, yeah, eventually that white, that porcelain mask that, like, you know, asked you to, like, you know, what you could do, uh, he starts going to individual people and, like, little houses with, like, a, uh, a cup and starts, like, you know, rattling kind of on their door and they're giving him, um, small, like, carved cube rocks and, like, in small and larger denominations he's putting in the cup. And, uh, he heads back into another building and comes out with a small satchel of, uh, silver, uh, script and silver coins. Oh. No. Oh. That's perfect. You're buying goodwill. They get that. Yeah, he, he makes, like, uh, a little speech in front of them in his, like, natural kind of, you know, dance language. And they all start swarming over uh, Heroes of Advancing Algorithm and, like, writing stuff in ink on his clothes and stuff. Yeah, like, there's children and stuff, too, with the masks on and the clothing, and they're just kind of, like, inscribing stuff with, like, ink quills and, like, uh, parch like, like, brushes and stuff on them. Friend? Good person? They're not, like, words. They're, like, pictograms. Don't appropriate their culture. Alright, um, yeah, so that porcelain mask, he's really f big fans of you guys, so is Marduk. The porcelain mask is named Kukla. Yeah, so he's the tithe collector. He, like, trades, uh, rations and... He, like, trades rations and service, and service chits, uh, from the people in exchange for them exchanging it into actual currency to deal with, like, you know, foreigners. Because handling money is unclean. Yeah, the, the outsiders slash clergy are also the religious caste, and they, they basically, instead of just being part of the people, they just are promoted up into that part of the culture. Yeah, and the Grey Robes basically take care of the stuff for society, like taking care of children, health, uh, making things, building buildings, you know. There's basically two castes, and within the Red Cloak caste, there is another one more split for rulership. Yeah. A few religious oligarchs controlling the entire civilization. Uh, but yeah, if you guys... But uh, yeah, so we got a lot from Mask. We got a good amount from Walking White Wind and Heroes Events and Algorim. Uh, Magister, Mirage, and Solar. Are you guys doing anything? You're... You're naturally aware that the destiny of this place, like not the not the fate, or actually, yeah, no, it's, it'd be the fate because fate things are fated to fall. The fate of this place is being manipulated. It's being um, aligned in such a way that it's providing more favorable. Like you do a few really simple, stupid tests, like rolling a die in a bowl a couple of times, and it keeps coming up just above what you would want it to get to. Um, everyone, like more often than it should. Yeah, what, uh, whatever these people are doing here is altering fate, not destiny. There it is. There's a big disti distinction. Fate is every day. Fate is just the bullshit that happens to make sure the world stops spinning. The river flows in one direction. The mountain has an avalanche. When you drop an apple, it is fated to fall and then fated to hit the ground and then fated to break. 
these are the little things. They're, that That's the physics engine of the world. The, the world's physics runs on fate. Destiny is, with a capital D, is a whole other thing that you can curate through, like, all, like you know, like, lots of time. It's a big... It's fate. The so, Someone's gaming the system. I don't, I don't even know what that is. I have no... I don't even know what we're talking about, so I'm going to assume no, because I'm not aware of it. <laughs> Why don't the maidens just deal with destiny? <laughs> the maidens of destiny? Yeah, he predicts real future. Yeah, no, no one wants to deal with that. But, uh... Yozi. Yozi. Yeah, like like you're saying hello. Yozi. If if it's not Yozi, then we're gonna say start saying huge. Smash. Um Reading the signs, everyone here has pretty favorable futures coming on up because of how they're manipulating th things for their culture around here. Um, and whoever is, like, doing the, the heavy lifting for this place is pro probably the oligarchs. I don't know, whatever read the sign says. Description of their occupation, current ambitions, and a sentence on their most likely fate in the next year, along with their maximum hit dice total or character level. Yes, Max, uh, the well you made counts for the maker's eye. Everything you make counts for the Maker's Eye. Now I'm going to look at the Maker's Eye. Yeah, yeah, totally. Any object you've created, you created this object. That's so easy. Um, yeah, unless you want to interact with these people more, the oligarchs will see you. Oh, wow. Um, Dustin's uh, computer, uh, the PSU, actually uh, physically destroyed itself. Power source unit. I don't think he'd be uh, contacting us on Discord if that was the case. <laughs> Can't talk, dying, BRB. The whole house is on fire. No, you see, you say that it's not a reactor, but he didn't say what the power the PSU is for, so it cuts to, like, Mr. Burns' power plant. You know, you all hear air raid sir sirens. That's ah, nothing. He really rage quit. Um, but yeah, so yeah, if you don't want to interact with these simple people, uh, then yeah, you could uh, go and meet with the oligarchs. Alright, uh, if you just, you have to choose a particular time or known event, so the known event is the last few days of them. Uh, there were people here about 60, 70 years ago, uh, and they all died off from a plague. Because this place was a horrible Shadowland that was, that was kind of worse than it is right now. Decades. Um, Marduk. Uh, he's a one-hit die commoner without any effort, and his most vulnerable weakness is that he has just a bunch of stomach cancer. Yeah. Uh, he is not a worthy foe. 
So the knowledge of them or their plants, they least want you to know. He is really worried that the current election that's happening will choose to move away from orthodoxy because he really likes orthodoxy and he romanticizes uh, that aspect of the culture. He's a simple man. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, these are all people. This isn't a trick. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. If you if you do a scan, all these people are not dying. Well, like thinner. The the cur the curse of the white man from town. Yeah. Not all of them. Some people. Yeah, not all of them. I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't know how to qualify that. He has his gifts. <laughs> oh, there you go. My god. You mean... You mean a search engine spider? Oh my god. I just... I just, I just want to punch the devs in the stomach. Like, not one individual dev or all of them at once. I just want to have, like, one large, like, inflated person that represents the devs and just punch it in the stomach a couple times. <laughs> hit, hit it with a newspaper. No, bad. That's amazing. It's good. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Very ana very uh, animistic. Um, but yeah, if uh, Mask does like a quick check of everyone's fate and destiny here, uh, they're all leading pretty good futures. Um, you know, so a lot of them have had really close calls with like accidents or like I don't know economic problems or just stuff, and they've kind of just you know pulled on through. All right. So uh, you guys go and meet with the oligarchs, um, uh, Kukla and Marduk approach you and are like oh it, it, it's time to speak to the oligarchs would you please come with us all right thank you uh glad to be able to help um so yeah they bring you into the kind of uh wagon temple they've assembled which has a lot of like wards set up um there's some uh uh stones that are like kind of in the wagons that they've been set up around this town area uh that you're starting to get a look at now that they're um, now the well's done, they're basically moving on to set these up, and they're large, kind of Celtic-looking obelisks that are maybe about uh, just under a man's height. Maybe they go up to your uh, shoulders, and they're made of a hard stone with ruins, like actual like Nordic runes carved into them, uh, that seem to give off a, a low-grade hum when you uh, get too close. Oh man, those are artifacts. Oh yeah, they're totally uh, putting like a like a like a mantra ban on this place. Uh, so, uh, Max is asking what they do, because he has super crafting powers. Uh, these things, when they're configured in a Stonehenge array around the settlement, uh, will ward off interference by outside supernatural, uh, presences. Oh, it's gonna mess with a bunch of your gifts, um, unless you, like, you know, periodically, like, uh, commit effort or make a save to push it off. Um, but yeah. Oh, you guys are exalts. You just make saves or, uh, spend effort and you're good to go. Uh, yeah, these are specifically wards that raise Dominion costs. These are Mundus wards in Godbound. Yep. 
Essence disrupts the natural flow of things, but uh, you can attune to them and like be integrated into their own little uh, nice order and stuff, you know, with rituals, and so it doesn't affect allies. So all the magic they're doing here is going to be fine. Uh, for the size they cover, they're pretty okay. Um, things that cover larger areas and are like stronger would be more impressive, but uh, these are definitely not something you'd see in a normal culture. I don't, I don't have a, an approximation for you. I just know that if you try to spend Dominion on these people, it's going to fuck with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they bring you in to where the oligarchs are. It is a large temple. Uh, the temple itself is very geomantically appeasing. Like, it has uh, uh, many sides to it that are very straight and very evened up. Um, and there's uh, almost like... How to explain it properly? Um, it's almost like, you know, large octagons that have, like, triangular sections into them that also, like, break into little mandala patterns. And this whole area has a very fine sand that's uh, equal parts crushed glass and crushed gemstone. So it's all in different colors. And it looks like all the sand for each one of these triangles on the floor is kept in its little area. And it lets you kind of, like, swish them and move them around. Yeah, the, the oligarchs um, are here. They're normal-sized people, and they're in those heavy robes. The robes themselves are a deep cerulean blue that has uh, the red and gold kind of patterned into it. Uh, their masks are um, that same kind of um, white opalescent color on one half, but almost like in a yin-yang half, it splits, and the other half is a deep kind of um, uh, red lacquer. And instead of being just a simple two-eye slit, these also have, uh, like, a smiling face in them. Like a smiling kind of mouth uh, carved inset. But you can't see, like, it doesn't go all the way through the mask. It just gives an effigy of a smiling face, like a pleasant, serene mask. Nope. No, uh, they are here in this big kind of, you know, uh, octagonal area where the sand is. And they have their robes on. But they are east... They're like a third taller than you because as they move with like their hands and their robes and stuff, you can see that they are wearing sandals that have like two pole stilts coming off of them so they can walk on the sand without disturbing it much and use kind of like sweeping motions of their robes to like move the sand around. Okay, uh, and you're using that fate gift to read the signs. Uh, their occupation, they're the oligarch oligarchs. Their ambitions are all kind of uh, I'll get to it later, man. I'll describe who they are as people first. Because <laughs> telling you what their fates and ambitions are will basically not be worth it until you know who they are when you talk to them. But... Uh, but yeah, they're not that much rougher than the other people. Like, I think they're like two or three hit dice. Yeah, they're Archmages. Yep. One of them's God-Blooded. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, not Theurgy. Top low magic. No, the top of Theurgy's solar circle sorcery. That They do not have that. Yeah. So, yeah, they will speak to you guys because, you know, they know how the world works and stuff and they have that right or that burden, however you want to look at it. Um, you shouldn't be in here because the brown robes don't come in here, so you should either look like a red robe or look like yourself. Yeah, being yourself would probably work, so they would know that there's, like, six of you here. Be a person? 
Uh, it's so good. That was I I I because when you said like not a literal fox face, I assume now that you have like a tattoo of like a fox meme on your face. Yeah. But yes, they are. Oh, I'm wrong. One of them isn't god blooded. I made a mistake. Never mind. Uh, one of them's not god blooded. I made a mistake. But uh, yeah, they kind of approach you guys on their stilt legs, kind of like um, the the best way to describe how they move is. Um, and it's, it's a little bit of a divergence, but in Mad Max Fury Road, where they're by the swamp, and there's, like, those stick walkers nearby. Yeah, they're kind of like that. A little better kept and presented, though. And they have the flat, happy face mask. Oh, no, it's happy. It's not sad on the other side. It's just one half is porcelain, and one half is red. Yeah. We are pleased to meet such eclectic people of the outside. The uh, the head one says, the head one looks, uh, you get a kind of feeling of age from them. They're all women. No wait, one of them's a guy. Shit, keep my facts straight. Um, one of them, the guy, uh, kind of like moves over across the sand lines and he's basically making patterns as he kind of lopes around on stilts. There, there is a manse in this place. A very old manse. Um, it, it served a time before and something's wrong with it. And only one of our spies has been able to get the, the most surface information of its function. We believe that this, this manse and its unusual behavior you have fortuitously come to investigate is related to the inflammation of its denizens and the Shadowland. The rehabilitation we were contracted to moliate has begun to reverse itself and we are taking more extreme measures to counteract it. Uh, the third one hasn't spoken yet, a uh, younger woman. What what we believe is the best way to uh, rehabilitate the area is to set up a small culture in it. So we moved here with our caravan and decided to stay here for the next decade and hopefully uh, remove it down to the required uh, area of influence that's been requested. Well... It appears that the readings in the stars were correct, and this issue was too destined to come to a close then. Of course, we would love to hear the solutions you might present to uh, our council. Hmm, they all kind of like look to each other and like kind of click and move around at the floor. You guys are kind of in the middle, and they're moving around you, talking to each other in the way that they do. Um, well, I believe then that it, it it should be ordained that you should be granted access to the manse, and to go in and uh, soothe whatever problems have been set up inside of it. I believe that this would be the best move forward for the spiritual integrity of our people. The older woman um, 
I'll give you their names, by the way. The, the older woman, who is basically the current uh, leader of this place, um, she's sort of on her way out because she might be close to dying, and it's time to kind of figure out how things are going. Uh, her name is Gal Eloge. Um, the younger woman is Atakwaf, and the male is uh, Samunian. Just three of them. Um, and yeah, Eloge is basically... Uh, it would be improper of us. They, they, they basically stop talking to you, start talking amongst themselves uh, for a moment. I think, the, the guy, I, I think we should give you access, let you go in and take a look, um, and we can continue with our methods here, and that will stop us from having to revisit this issue again. Our internal matters should never uh, appear to the to the surface of visitors. So we will have our uh, we will have our our, our temple spy Shiel uh, uh, Khan uh, give you access. Uh, Adikov, the young woman. Well, we we have some information before we hand you off to our spy master, but uh, the temple itself had a sort of commerce bent before it went wrong. That that would be perf. Oh, uh, Samunian, the man, uh, raises his um, uh, sort of moves up to you, or not moves up to you, but like kind of speaks up. It's like my uh, uh, my consort, my or not my consort, my spouse um, is a local divinity and wanted this area to be properly uh, uh, taken care of or at least reined in. We we didn't want to exterminate the the, the local residents. At, by any means, they seem to like to live here, but uh, it was expanding uh, much too far. We we have had some work with uh, some good deal, some proper dealings with the the local residents, but they they're getting more and more agitated by just the nature of their being. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. We, 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 well, we do not wish to remove them from their home. They've set up life in the manse, but the Shadowland is expanding and the manse is the reason why. And so there's contention. Yeah, the, the, the younger woman, uh, at a quaff, she's just kind of speaks. Yes, we, we, we definitely do not, would not want to see them hurt in any unnecessary way. We, they, they are sort of kindred spirits to us. Um, they're, they're refugees like we are. Their kingdom also fell and they've been pushed out. Oh, that would be perfect. You guys notice this because you're fairly clever, but if you guys were mortal, you wouldn't have. But in this brightly lit room on the periphery, um, kind of moving across pillars and stuff, um, there is a black-robed uh, figure who carries like a black simple mask on his face made of like oak wood and has like ash like embedded into it. And he basically uh, moves to like be beside you guys or like be approach you guys without you guys immediately seeing him. Uh, almost like, you know, you know, like he's trying to be stealthy. Uh, 
Yes. Um, they they all move and like basically move their stilts so it clicks into the floor in holes that you didn't realize were there under the sand. And it uh, causes a small segment of the wall to open up and there is a uh, large bronze and orichalcum key, uh, probably about the size of a man's forearm, uh, that just is there behind the wall. We, we found it in a... Um, this is the older woman. We, we found it in a crater in a nearby mountain. Uh, signs of d destruction that had long passed had buried it under ice and snow. It unlocks it. Yes, we are we are loaning it out to you. Actually, uh, unfortunately, um, Dustin isn't... Like, he's here, but his mic and shit died. So he's unable to uh, do anything about it. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you go grab the key. Yeah, it's about the size of your forearm, inlaid with brass and orichalcum, and you just have it on your person. Well, they could tell that you're exalt. There's that. No, they they totally picked up on that. One of you's made of gold. You 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 know you know that th you, you know that thing where you know realm dragon blooded, where jade and stuff, and that's you can tell they're rich because they wear the you know monthly the yearly income of an entire nation on their as a cod piece, uh, one of you's made of money. They figured out the game. Even being... Don't shame him. All right. So yeah, you guys take the key, and they... Sh you know where the manse is. Also, you know, they do future divinations and were able to divine that a calamity from the sky was coming, and you guys clearly came from the north, which is from the sky as far as they're concerned. Yeah, <laughs> Max got it. Yeah, they, they do a lot of fate manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> Encyclopedia Galactica has, was, and always will be a fraud. What? He's like following you guys. Uh, what, what, what was the, what was the question? Uh, n n I, I don't, I don't know. The, f the future doesn't exist in that concept because there's no such thing as a set future. Well, no, no, because there's a Yozi that when it wakes up, it creates complete future. Like a future that if it sees that future, it is unchangeable. And that's a bad thing. Even the Yozis, when the Solars died, that change in destiny was like... They said that the Yozis partied, right? They didn't fucking party. They all got really, really quiet and didn't do anything for a couple of years because they were afraid the Tremors were going to wake up that Yozi and ruin their futures. So... If that's the bad ending, if that's if the future refused to change Lavos style, then obviously everything else is the normal style. He's hiding behind a rock. He was trying to be stealthy. He doesn't realize that you guys are better than him. Oh, he, he gets up and approaches you guys. Oh, uh, yes. Um... I was I was able to um, take the key. I originally found it with some of my countrymen, and we were able to gain access uh, into the the um, sort of entry area of it, but not much further. There is damage that we were unable to uh, move through. The residents were able to use different access ways to get in, but there's a palpable uh, energy in the place. It is quite dangerous. 
it, it appears from what I was able to discern from uh, one of the the uh, residents there, uh, a very Saurian uh, fellow, was that the the bats itself in the before time was a sort of commerce platform. Um, they would um, the the Shadowland existed in the before time, and they would use it as a way to move material goods from the land of the dead and the land of the living between the two. Um, it, it is a word from our language, uh, from um, from Palanquin. It, it means uh, of of the of the burden of the snake. Though, the, the, you know that there are velociraptors that'll kill you, and they're clever girls. But, but Dragon King Dragon Kings are fairly obscure. I, I, I don't know that word. Um, we, we've seen many, uh, beast men, but, um, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I can't confirm or deny. I, the, 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 the resident we speak of is not, like... He, he, he is the dead. The dead outnumber the living in the manse. Uh, and before there, the manse started to uh, become inflamed, uh, we were able to speak quite con congenially with them. I, I never was able to get deep into it. I was only able to investigate the periphery, and it's much more lethal once you get through there. Yeah, sure, you can put a tracer on him. Perfect. Uh, yeah, he'll go back to the village then, or he'll maybe set up shop nearby with a spyglass to keep an eye on the manse. Blind, blind him? <laughs> I just expect. I, I just thought the spider tracer would like detonate, and he'd get like at formic acid in his face. See, I imagine you telling the group this. It's like, yeah, it's very easy. It's like, well, aren't you afraid if you put too much oomph into it, it'll hurt him? It's like that's never happened before. And then it cuts to him, and scanners style, his head explodes. He's like, I can fix this. Get me get me a shovel and get me a watermelon. We can fix this. We'll put a mask on it. They'll never know. You guys aren't shitty people. You got No, I was saying you guys aren't shitty people. That's what I was saying. I was saying specifically that you aren't and it and it pays off. And it's possible. I think it's all a matter of perspective for shitty people, because the soldiers I was just dealing with uh, just uh, voted to let get off a guy who killed 3,000 children for funsies. So, you know, I'm dealing with different levels. They have problems they try to deal with internally, and sometimes the only solution to a problem that can't be solved with force is using more force. You are at the manse. I, what, was I describing it? What, what happened? What happened before we broke? All right, we're... All right, you're going to... That's right, he went up a tree with a spyglass. So, uh, you approach the kind of mountainous crags to the north of the village. Uh, there's a sheer cliff where these waterfalls are coming from, and built into the cliff is a crevice. You guys have to keep walking as the crevice gets narrower, and then eventually there is a large uh, black steel and iron um, gate that's been built into the mountain face, and it's on uh, like a 40-degree angle. It's made of black iron. All right. Uh, yeah, the area around here is calm, quiet, and devoid of life. Uh, and all you really hear in the background is the waterfalls running. The peace of death. Yeah. All right. And yeah, there are Shogunate-era uh, kind of glyphs on this place. Uh, yeah, written language, actually. <laughs> 
this place is designated as a place to stay away from. Uh, it's been it's been basically shut down. Uh, citizens shouldn't approach, and it has been tagged as uh, like its its official name in the records of the manse is the White Line Nightmare. Nearby, there is a uh, smoother area, like the rock is smooth in a, in a kind of circle, and in the middle is a trapezoidal plinth sticking out of the ground, and there is a hole in it. It's like a, it's like a little, little, I don't, I don't know how to, you're killing me here. Hold on, let me Google it. How do I, how do I describe it? Yeah, like a tiny pillar, and it's like trapezoid shaped. Like a stuff that holds a vase in like a Roman uh, movie set. No, oh, it's like right over there, like. Two feet away. A hole. Uh, it has a hole that is roughly shaped and sized for your key. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to trick you guys. So uh, who puts the key in? Do you, do you do it, Max? Yeah, and that way, you know, he can take the 10d10 damage. Are, are you there, Max? <laughs> uh... Understand the purpose of any craft or magical meaning under. You also gain revision of each person, especially help in its creation. All right, I'm going to avoid telling you about people who made this because it, it does not matter. It does not matter. But uh, this plinth, if you put the key in and turn it, will open the door and give off a warning alarm to clear free of the door. All right, yeah. Harrow's uh, algorithm puts the key into the plinth, turns it, and yeah, there's a rumbling and kind of air raid sirens start playing through a valley. Yeah, uh, uh, basically, um, kind of, uh, uh, um, not spotlights, but kind of like, um, what's the term? Kind of like, like bright flashes of essence, kind of spark, like, like almost sparks from two wires go around the door, uh, and sort of like a flash formation. All right, uh, the door slowly opens upwards uh, at an angle, and then the two halves of the door uh, recess backwards into uh, basically sliding openings for them, so the doors aren't like in the way, and. And stale, hot air uh, gushes out. All right, uh, this area that you're entering into direct directly is um, large, uh, probably the size of, and I keep using this, a football field on the inside. It is a hangar that has sloped walls and a ceiling that is smaller than the floor. So again, it's shaped like a trapezoidal pyramid. Um, and yeah, there are lights flaring in here from like uh, broken connections in uh, essence lines and sort of urns of fire that are that are gushing into uh, life and then going out as if they're being smothered over and over again, creating kind of a strobe effect. Uh, this was a dock, as as you can tell from the uh, wreckage of the sh of the vehicle still here. Uh, there are four. Uh, square platforms that are raised slightly above the rest of the floor, and uh, lying on two of them are the uh, uh, crushed and destroyed remains of uh, what looks like boats um, that have like like fossilized barnacles covering them and uh, shattered sails um, and uh, almost coral designs rift through them. And the other two pads uh, both carry a sort of uh, raptor uh, sort of shaped vehicle, which Harrow's Advanced Algorithm, you can clearly see that these are supposed to be skyships of some sort, the two of them. The other two are supposed to be naval vessels. Um, the two skyships look like they've uh, long... Yeah, raptors and bird. Uh, and the two skyships look like they've been gutted of all their parts um, and have just been like blown open. Like It looks like one of them was turned to shoot the other with its weapons. Probably, yeah. 
they're not made of mag magical materials. They're they're shone through with a uh, with lightweight composite materials that have not withstood the test of time very well. The four platforms for the vehicles are not evenly spaced around the, this large dock area. They are all uh, near the front, and there's empty space leading to the back of the room where the sloped walls are. And it looks like the, the floor starts to go on an angle down and has uh, signs of tracks and sort of tessellating parts of the superstructure, like where, where parts of the building would shift and change that have been like covered in debris and damaged. Oh, oh! This place, this place doesn't have a fate. You're in a Shadowland now. The time of day right now is midnight, which is something I forgot to mention to you guys because I forgot. Um, this man's is only uh, the door, the gate key only opens at midnight, so they sent you here with that information ahead of time, and you knew about it ahead of time. Now. The alarms are still going off quite loudly in here. Um, the ah, someone's thought of it. All right. Um, the other end of the room looks like with these rails and stuff that this might be a launching platform. And when Mask is checking the ships, uh, the naval vessels have no one on them, but there are old. Um, kind of pulverized remains of what probably were uh, pilots of the two flying machines. No, no, Sola's not here. Until, you know, Dustin gets back next week. Then he was, then she was here all along. Chimp. The, uh, the sides of this building uh, start to shift a bit and open up as a series of three figures that are about 15 feet tall start to walk out of the walls. Uh, large, clad in machinery, uh, plated in thick layers of steel and what looks like articulated concrete are uh, automatons. Uh, the, two of them are raising their arms that are covered in... Uh, like kind of almost like a Gatling ring with arrows in them are raising them up at you and making a whirring sound. And one of them is uh, pulling a large sword out of a socket in the ground and walking up to you guys. They can they continue approaching with menace. Let's see. The automatons. The guardians have eight hit dice, which are more than the quote unquote two levels you guys are worth. They are broken in that a lot of their more sorcerous and artifact-level defenses have long since been stripped off of them, probably by the people who tried to occupy this place back in the day. Um, but it looks like they are intent on malice because they're, they're built to kill intruders. Oh, shit, dog. Uh, blah, blah, blah. There we are. Spirit save. Oh, shit. I need to... Oh, wait, this is roll 20. We have a dice roller right here. Duh. Slash R, 1D, 20. Aha! Uh, one of them succeeds. Like, the one you targeted succeeded. They have an 11 plus save. All right, so Harriman's advancing algorithm with his action. Try to seize the means of production. Uh, the, uh, the rest of you four are up. So, so, 
D don't all go at once. <laughs> oh, sh oh shit, dog. The charm. Oh my god, am I going to have to re watch this goddamn movie now? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, some people are also saying it was also Mage the Awakening. So, uh, on turn, Lost City Labyrinth stance happens. So, boom, it's an on turn action. Your effort's committed. Curated reality. So, what does this mean for these assholes? Uh. Yeah, they can't hit you. They can't, like, line of sight's impossible for them, so they actually can't, like, target you. Like, the, the line of sight thing is what's reducing your AC. Alright, so what is your action then? No, that's just an on turn thing. That's just that's that's just your AC lower. No no. On turn means you're only allowed to turn it on on your turn. Action is what eats up your action. I, I know that that sounds really condescending, but there there were capitals in them. <laughs> so I was trying to enunciate the capitals. Yep. Oh, they have they they all have swords and arrows they're going to shoot you with. Oh fuck. Uh all right, commit effort for the scene. They're gone and a spirit save. And it takes also the invisible on allows in the tree practitioner. Jesus Christ. Okay, perfect. Uh the tag enters until after it's reclaimed. Gotcha. All right, so they just have to make a save or be out of the fight for the immediate future. No, it, as long as he has effort committed. And you asked if he gets a perfected defense and gets to attack. No, that's that's clearly not what happened. His AC went down. Every martial art has a trick that lowers their AC. Because it was three beforehand. Every, every martial art does this. Well, almost. Yeah, it's actually worse than just buying a gift that permanently sets your AC to three. Because this thing can be turned off. Yes, which is a great synchronization. Uh, Alright, so this thing gets a save. So I just re-roll the save thing. Boop. Save. 11 plus. Eat shit. It, uh, it openly defies your uh, impertinent anti-deliberative magic. It says that. It vocalizes that. It does. It gets, a con it gets an ego boost. Alright, uh, Magister, that's you. Heroes of Valkyrie, you've gone. So, Gary, Joe, or Jordan? Its AC is 3, so you get plus 3 to roll. 1d20, plus your AC, plus the better of your strength or dex, uh, plus their AC. Wait, whoa, wait, what? Sorry, Devin. 1d20, plus your base attack bonus, plus strength or dex, whatever is better, plus your AC. No, not versus their AC. He just has to, he just has to hit 20 with all those bonuses. Yes. There you go. All right. Roll damage, and then just consult the chart. So you have Claws the Catch, which do 1d10 damage plus uh, 1, and yeah, 1d10 plus 1 damage, and it's magic. No, that 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 is the mod. So you roll 2, which means that it takes 1 damage. Alright, yeah, you damage some of its internal workings. Uh, yeah, that's 1 damage is pretty significant. 
Yeah, it just uh, bellows in old realm uh, that it will that um, you will not be able to desecrate this land of the deliberative and swings around. Um, Joe and Gary. Go for it. Fucking savage. Yes. Heroism Advanced Algorithm could just rip through these things with the Shattering Hand gift. Hammer Hand, that was it. Alright, here we go. Yep, you hit. Roll damage. I'm assuming you're attacking the same one that... Alright, through the chart. So, four damage. That's significant. I'm assuming you're attacking the same one Jordan attacked, right? All right, yeah, you tear into it. It starts to sputter and fail. Oh, man, these things are going to be so fucked. Um, yeah, yeah, you can. Um, yeah, that one looks like it's not doing too hot. Gary, Mirage, what do you do? Yeah, it's looking pretty fucked. Three. Snake style. You guys have so much snake style. I know, right? It's brutal. So close. Alright. It is time for the Iconodule's turn. Uh, oh my Christ. So, oh hey, cool. Alright, let's roll these. Uh, slash R, 3D6. There's a little table for how they act. A 3, 1, and a 3. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, alright, cool. Alright, so two of them are going to distribute their attacks evenly among all visible foes. Because they're on, they have robot programming. So they're going to try and attack the two guys attacking them and Gary and Sam. Because they couldn't see Harem's Advanced Algorithm do anything. So what's your... Uh, you, you guys can just add your AC. I'll just add your AC on the fly to this. So plus 8 times 2. So here we go. Let's roll 1d20 plus 8. Yeah, so there's 1, 2, 3... So, 26 hits Gary. Uh, what is your AC, Mocking White Wind? Aha, that hits you. And Sam, uh, 10 is not going to hit you because your AC is 0. Damn your eyes. And Mask, what is your AC right now? Oh, he just I think he just stepped away for a second. That's fine. I'll look that up real quick because I'm fast. Okay, just, just tell me what you're doing. Fair enough. Um, okay, his AC is actually 8. So that's fine. That's good. 8 no armor. Perfect. Alright, so... It hits everyone but Gary. This is this is all, like all of them attacking in a group, by the way. This is just one of them. That would be horrible. It's so quiet without music. No, there's three individual ones, and I'm just powering through. So, 8 to Mocking White Wind. Put that through the chart, please. Uh, seven to Sam. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Three to Mocking White Wind. I, my chat's fucking me up. I'm sorry. Three to Mocking White Wind. Through the chart. All right, perfect. So I'll just update Mask's sheet while he's here. Oh, then who the fuck was hit? I just rolled three damage. Oh, I guess Gary took the three, so we took nothing. Yeah, you 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 endured it. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. It's been a little while since I've done combat through roll 20. Uh, so... One more time with feeling. Joe, you took three damage. Mocking White Wind, or Mask, took three damage. Done. Oh, sorry. Fuck me. 
two damage. There is no such thing as three damage on the chart. You took two damage. Yes, for two damage. That's fine. We uh, had a bit of a clusterfuck. Alrighty then. And uh, there's one more that attacks the most insulting or impertinent enemy. So who was screaming at it that it was stupid? Who was doing that? Was that was that Joe? Was that Sam? That was Joe. Very good. You earned yourself two attacks from the one that attacks the most impertinent. Uh, what's your AC? Joe? Three? Uh, you get only hit once for 1d8. I should make little macros. I'll do that eventually. Uh, for five through the chart. So one damage. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of the martial arts do shit like that, where it makes it easier to pin down an opponent, like the the, the fucking Ironheart Destroyer style's all about changing the nature of the battlefield so other people have a better time dealing with shit. Uh, you kind of build the powers more to that. Like, there's a power and strength that allows you to disable people with saving throws or something. Alright. So, the three golems have finished their routine. It's your guys' turn. They are worthy. Oh shit, Sherlock. Not no shit, I said oh shit. Yeah, they're moving up to you guys and attacking you, swinging their swords and shooting their arrows at you. I guess I, I guess I should have described the attack. One of them was swinging a sword at you. The other two were shooting bolts of arrows at you guys and like covering the field with damage. I think it's every time they, they, they exit or leave your reality marble. Did I write that? Oh my god. Aren't they attempt... Um... Ah, yeah, look at that, yeah. Oh, fuck these guys, then. Yeah, awesome. That's perfect. All right. Uh, one moment. Let me just uh, make them make a quick save and see if they start dying. Uh, fail. Fail. Full of fail. Boop. One of them's down to two hit points. These things will kill you to death. Sure. Go for it. Uh, it's going to roll to save and fail. You have it. You won. It's an Iconodule. It has two attacks around. Oh, pish. They do 1d8 damage. Don't be a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. It has two hit points. It's going to try and murder you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to try and make orphans of your family. Uh, he, he's on the injured one. All right, do your thing. You're on the damaged one. He specifically took over one of the not uh, murdered ones. I think I think that's Sam's option. He gets to choose. So you make sure to communicate. Hey, that one's mine. It glows blue now. The one he just took over. It glows with like the gold light that Harris Advanced Algorithm has. It's very vulgar. Usually, it wouldn't be this vulgar, but I'm assuming Harris Advanced Algorithm wants to make sure that there's a visual dis symbol going on here. All right. S oh no. Built to last. All right, so that is 
mask algorithm just went. So, Gary, did you just fail or did you succeed? All right. Mockingway went in Magister. Can you do it? Do the deed. Their AC is three, but he had an AC nine. For his attack. He has a martial arts trick that allows him to attack an opponent as if they had AC9. That was one of the combat tactics things we were talking about. Broadest side of the barn. Do something, Magister. So you're going to do focused 1d12 damage, plus it's going to take damage from being shredded against reality. Go for it. Roll the 1d12. It's a luck gift. Um, And it doesn't get a save, so it can go fuck itself. All right, 10 through the chart. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Four damage, so it takes five damage. And is this the one that's they're riding on, or is this just another one? All right, so that one is now down. So that one's down to... Oh, wait, okay. Which one? There are three. One is controlled. One is almost dead. One is just, just right. All right, so that one careens into a nearby pillar and detonates and blows apart, and uh, the lunars disengage from it. It doesn't make like an explosion that's gonna hurt people. It just it just dies. It has a minor meltdown, and like you can see, like its its core, like its its um, sympathetic heart system, start to like overheat and start to have a meltdown and start to like spit out like magma metal, like molten metal from it as it falls over. Now command the wheels. So you've taken control of it. So you get to act as the robot before the robots go. Uh, its possible actions are attack people. Oh yeah, this is like a random chart thing. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I could do that. They both have seven hit points. All right. Um. Yeah. Okay. It'll stand. In, it'll stand in front. Yeah. I'm just I'm reading command the wheels while you're talking. So it's like each new directive act requires an action, and worthy foes can save versus spirit to negate the gift for items they're using. Oh, I don't think I don't think this thing gets a save. It's just a robot. Well, like yeah, you're just you're just gonna tell it to turn off, and then it'll turn off, and then you just snag the other one, and tell it to turn off. Huh? Look at that. Yeah, I should have really read command the wheels again. But yeah, just it's they're off. You, curr you currently have two effort committed, though, to keep these commands in check. Yeah. You return your effort to yourself, and you pull back your reality marble. Destroy heretics. Cleanse the world of the impure. <laughs> Classic problem. Fucking amazing. Oh, Simpsons, why would you... When are you never relevant? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you could just commit out, commit influence to these things to make them your dudes. You have a billion gifts. So I'm not going to stop you. It's probably a good amount of material you could use to, like... You could probably save that material for later and uh, accumulate a bunch of other material together into a celestial shard. Some kind of robot king, guys. From these three wise men, you could put together one singular robot king. A triple king. 
triple in wisdom, triple in stature, but condensed down to a man's size. I only help those who help themselves. This wasn't that bad at all. Oh, it is like 9.30. Alright, yeah, this is a perfect place. You guys got just the beginning parts of the White Line Nightmare. So, full disclosure, for the little village that lives here, I just used the Godbound rules for making a court. And for this entire dungeon, uh, I just used the Godbound rules for making a ruin. And this thing is super fucking fleshed out. Yeah, I just randomized this whole thing. That is a feature of Kevin Crawford and Sign Nominee. They, they use the OSR format to make it very easy and accessible, to give you very strong and intuitive guidelines for just running your game. So like, um, you know, the Magister. We were talking about him making a Robot King, right? Like earlier this week. And it's like, making the Robot King, the way the rules say with the Dominion, means that you've got to, like, um, you got to, you know, go on an adventure to do it because it's impossible, right? So... Because making those big changes require an adventure, I could just use the thing here to write up a module for a session to make him go do the adventure to get the thing he wants. Boom, done. An entire session's of content there from a PC wanting to do something. Yeah, we're about to do the wrap. So, this was good, guys. We got a lot of good roleplay going. Uh, you guys dealt with the... Oh, what did I call these guys? These nice little cultists. The Barristers of Acquirement. And they're a cute little religious slow magic order that come from the Palanquin area that are refugees. And you are currently in the White Line Nightmare uh, Mance Dungeon that is run by a Ghost King. Alright, so I will give you guys uh, two XP, two more Dominion. And I was Devin, and we had... And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart.